The power of knowing. A careful study of the people we hope to motivate has two benefits. In the first place, we can gather data with which to build our motivational appeal. And in the second place, we pay people a great compliment by devoting so much energy to knowing them. It is the second aspect to which I now wish to turn. I once spent several months poking around library stacks and reading everything available on the subject of ecstasy. The phenomenon of peak experiences intrigued me because as a family therapist, I was perplexed to understand what keeps some marriages romantic and exciting, whereas others so quickly become ho-hum. In researching what Freud labeled oceanic experiences, I discovered that one of the most important ecstasies consistently reported over the centuries is the breakthrough of knowledge. Discovering the solution to a problem or bursting into some new field of learning, there appears to be great joy in the very act of knowing. It is not by accident, then, that when the Old Testament describes the sexual experience, it frequently uses the verb to know. When we are told that Abraham knew Sarah, it is an eloquent and apt description of sexual love, which is both a very deep penetration and a very complete engulfing. It is, in other words, knowing another very profoundly. And in looking at happy marriages where ecstasy is preserved, it suddenly dawned on me that in such partnerships, the man and woman have never stopped seeking to know one another. They do not assume that because they have lived together for 20 years, they know what the other is thinking. Instead, they pay attention. They notice the changes in each other's musical tastes, vacation dreams, and goals. They are also aware of nuances of change in each other's sexual desires and they know how to appeal to what their lover wants. I talked to a manager of a retail store who had been having an affair outside his marriage. Life at home has never been awful, he said, but my wife really doesn't seem interested in what's going on with me. We've been married 26 years and I think she assumes I'm the same guy she married 26 years ago. I bet she couldn't tell you a single book I've read in the last year and there have probably been a dozen lying around the house. I can sit in my study at home working at the computer for a five hour stretch and she'll never stick her head at the door and ask what I'm up to or how's it going. I've never expected passionate ec ecstasy with my wife at this stage, but is it expecting too much to want to be known and understood a little? His desires were reasonable enough, but it is always a chicken or the egg question. Did his wife stop penetrating his inner psyche because she did not care, or because she'd been hurt at some point in the past, thinking that he was no longer interested in her life? Had he been paying attention to who she was, what she dreamed of, what she feared, what she loved? Those were the questions we pondered together, and he eventually made a very commendable decision. Regardless of who had been at fault originally, he determined that he would break off the liaison with the other woman and that he would try to end the deadlock with his wife. The way he went about the latter was very interesting. He set out to explore her as if she were a new lover whom he'd known only two weeks.
The results were predictable. She now looks at him with a new intensity when he walks in the door, and their love for one another has returned. Actor Alan Alda, who has been a very successful husband and father, says, The secret of living together, really, is heightening your awareness in very specific ways of what the people around you are doing. See what the other people are wearing. Know what your kid got in the last science test. Notice if your kid wears the same clothes every day. Arlene and I have always valued our marriage, so we've put a lot of energy into making it what it is. The principle we've been discussing in this chapter, whether it applies to loving our mates or motivating our vice presidents, is the importance of beginning with the needs of the other person. Some think they must lead by beating their chests and saying, Follow me, I'm strong, and I know more than you. But the real leaders say, Tell me about yourself. They know that if they listen long enough, people will explain how they can be motivated.